Good morning, good morning, my friends. I'm Maria Mariano, 41 years in multi-level marketing business. And soon, I will be saying as of February, 42 years. What? I am so, so excited. And one of the things that I don't mention enough is that we are now over $700 million of sales with 99.9% .9 of it still coming from only French Quebec, Canada. So for my friends on Zoom, Monique, Kendra, all my Anglophones, I work in English, Melanie, imagine what's going to happen to this business when we are coast to coast. And I'm really excited with the podcast of today based on the book of Brian Tracy, The Power of Confidence. And I'm going to give you my take on it, but don't worry, you've got Dr. Melanie Miller. She will really uh, bring, it, bring it out for you so you can take notes and our beautiful Marie Pierre Tetreault has an exercise for you to be able to determine which profile you are and then therefore know what motivates you. So you've got basically three profiles. So first of all, good morning and welcome back to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. If you're not already on our inspirational group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, please join, please join. Maybe Melissa, we can put the link a little bit everywhere, you know, She's my other my, my other right arm. I've got all in my right arms. Because uh, you got to join that group. All these exercises. And I'm thinking, Marie-Pierre, you know, after 1,100 hours of podcasting, can you imagine how many quality exercises they will find on that group for free? And I always say if it's free, it's for me to help you level up. So remember, our mission with this podcast came out of a personal need that I knew I needed to become a, another person to go up to my next level. And what better way to do it than put a podcast together and be accountable to all you, my friends. I'm really, really excited. So remember, the mission is to level up. The mission here is as I'm leveling up every single day, I am becoming a better version of myself. And as I become a better version of myself, so will my income increase. Okay. My always people say, oh, they're not paying me enough. And I always say, okay, so who do you have to become as an employee to make more money? Sometimes you just got to put in more hours, right? Okay. That being said, the vision right behind me, it's updated. Look, Melanie, it's updated. Way. 2024, I want to build thousands of, of, of millionaires and multi-millionaires, and I want to definitely double up what we have already. So today, we're going to harness our true potential. And being in this business, I can tell you with the utmost confidence, with my experience, that you may fall in one of these three categories today, but my take on it and what I absolutely want to share with you, and this is why, uh, Melanie, after once I've spoken, I won't come back after, so we each have our own segments here, is that I want you to understand that you can learn to be um, energized by a different profile because you need to remember that the higher your profile, the more money you'll make. I remember going to a conference. I was a salesperson. I'm sitting there and I said, well, that person training on stage is the one making the most money. What do I have to do to be that person on stage? Everybody follow me here. Okay. So that being said, 
It starts with the essence of motivation. What right now is inspiring you? What right now is inspiring you? If you're in a multi-level marketing business like ours, right now, I know many of my directors are absolutely driven by the putting it on the Ritz New York trip because it's going to be a trip that you will never even be able to experience with Tupperware brands. Why? Well, we've got the experience, Mohammed and I, and we've got the budget. <laughs> okay. And if we're going to do it, we're going to do it in a way you've never seen before. And I want you to be part of it. I want you to be part of it. So when you recognize right now your unique areas of greatness and you tap in this vast potential, you will be able to go to another level. So let's start with my take on the achiever. I'm going to talk about me. So when I started Tupperware, uh, I was the achiever. I was a solo player. This is why I was very, very powerful in my personal sales. Okay. So when I started Tupperware, all of a sudden, oh my God, I was still studying in, in CJEP. And I remember selling in one week in record breaking record breaker week, uh, over $5,700, something Melanie they had never seen before. I was a, I was the achiever. I, I, I love playing solo. And for my entire career, I trained later on because then i became the leader so i was really good with my team but why was i good with my team because i was able to be the achiever and i brought my recruits with me in my party so i showed them and i didn't tell them and then in 1981 in 1981 i started tupperware in 1989 i became a business leader oh my god melanie miller i'm looking at all these 12 directors there and my first director meeting, some were late. I was so angry. I couldn't believe a director would be late. Like, just blew my mind. Because I wasn't, like, directors weren't making their numbers. I had never realized that because I was never a business leader, I was always I, solo and, you know, leader. I said, oh, my God. I called my mom. Mom, she was a distributor, too. People aren't making their numbers. How can you be a director and not make your Guys, let me tell you, after a couple of months, I lost 80% of my directors because I was not an affiliator leader. I was a lot, the, the achiever and, and, and the leader where show them, don't tell them. So I needed to work on that. So if you quickly explaining who we are today is a Maria Mariano that went up the 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 profiles of the achiever to the team leader and then later on to the distributor or if you want you cannot be a business leader without being affiliate an affiliator leader now today that is completely different so today i have monique here you start off you know with personal sales personal recruiting then you have a team your next step now is to be the affiliator building an organization that is the new business leader model, is building an organization. And Melanie today will guide you in the understanding of what is the difference between both. Because when I talk, you don't take notes. You kind of get the feel out of all of this, okay? And our greatest work happens when we are aligned with our natural talents. So before, Melanie Miller used to work with me here at the office. Marie-Pierre, too, you know how good I was at moving boxes. I was so efficient at doing anything, you know, putting lids. I would win. I would put the most lids. 
But today, if I do that, it burns me out. I'm at another level in my leadership. So knowing what and where you are right now is crucial, is absolutely crucial to going to get more in 2024. And that's what I want for all of you, my friends, on this podcast. I don't care in which business you're in. I don't care in which multi-level marketing business you're in. This here works for everybody, works for everybody. So remember, the higher up you go, the more people you're able to coordinate and love for who they are. (laughs) And it takes intentionality and a lot of training and a lot of tracking because I always say, if I truly am becoming a better leader, why aren't my numbers showing it? Why aren't my numbers showing it? And this is what explains where I started at $0 of sales and went all the way up to number one, always even having restarted the Tupperware business three times because we sold big, bought small, sold big, bought small. It was a mentality back then, and I would never do that again, by the way. But you learn from what you've done in the past. So before we move on to Melanie, I want you to share the podcast and write this question. Have you found the unique power right now that would fuel your success? Okay. Have you found the unique power right now that will fuel your success? And let's add in there for 2024. All right. So get people to join us. In the meantime, you're sharing this podcast with a lot of intentionality. We're going to go over to Marie-Pierre for the contest. Yes. So we have a three contest that we have for the month of January. First, it's for everyone who will share your picture when you receive your book, when you receive your agenda. Take a picture and post it on your Facebook and tag Maria Mariano, tag Limillionaire des Diamants, and you will be in the draw for the first t-shirt, Limillionaire des Diamants. And thank you to everyone who already did it. We are now at 947 books sold. So thank you to everyone. And of course, we have then another draw for the second t-shirt. It's going to be for everyone who invites someone new to our Facebook group, Limiliana des Diamants Inspirational Group, and for everyone that is new to the group. So both will be in the draw for the t-shirt. And then we have the third draw that is going to be for the doudou, Limiliana des Diamants, the blanket for everyone who contributes on our Facebook group. So when you post, when you put a reaction, a comment, you will be in the draw. And our top five who contribute the most during the month will get the mug, Limiliana des Diamants, and our top five month to date, we have Danny Chartrand, Joanne Corbeil, Louise Gauthier, Liz Boucher, and Jacqueline Stockley. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So Jacqueline, uh, I'm saying it out and loud. Thank you for taking care of the Facebook group. We've got Matthew Lee's taking care of the Podbeam group. And I got my wonderful team here on Zoom. Thank you so much. And thank you, the five top contributors again. You know, who is the person I have to become? please take advantage of all those posts, inspirational posts you have from, from Liz, from Danny, from Jacqueline, from all our, our players in there. You have the, you have the inspirational, post, you have the training posters, you have videos. Like when you're feeling down, just make it a habit to go to the group Inspirational the Diamonds. It is so um, variety. It has such a huge variety. There has to be something in there that's going to say, okay, this is exactly what I needed to get up and go. 
So thank you again, incredible team. And with no further ado, let's go to Melanie Miller, who will help us self-discover right now where we are. So right now, I can have the maximum return on Do you hear Melanie or it's just me? I don't hear. You hear, right? It's me then. Okay. No. Uh, now I hear you. You hear yes. me? Okay. Sorry. So um, my take on um, this, this subject is slightly different to Maria's. Um, and I'll explain why as I go through. So yesterday we talked about clustering and our activities uh, to determine our priorities. Today we're going to talk about what motivates us and what type of person we are. Um, the, David McClelland of Harvard University developed a system of classification of people. So this morning, obviously, I researched more into what David McClelland's research was because uh, Brian Tracy is using um, aspects of his research in his book. And his classification was based around what motivates people to work. What motive and and depending on their motivation, what tasks are they best suited to? He called it the human motivation theory, and it is also known as the three needs theory. So, um, amongst um, amongst uh, the scientific world, the theory was developed around the needs of people some having a need for achievement, some having a need for affiliation, and some having a need for power. Depending on their dominant motivator, people will have different characteristics. The dominant motivator is largely dependent on our culture and life experiences. In his book, Tracy describes these people in three categories. He calls them the achiever, the leader, and affiliation profiles. In his original theory, McClelland described them as achiever, power, and, affi and affiliation. And actually, his third one was power, not affiliation. In his theory, McClelland describes the profiles as, um, yes, achievement-motivated, affiliation-motivated, and power motivated. He also says that power motivated people can fall into two different categories. So you can have a power motivated person who's an individual and only, re only relates to their individual power and a power motivated person who relates to a team and a group and uh, inspiration of groups. Tracy's interpretation of the files is therefore a little different to McClellan's original findings. So if you uh, uh, talk about an achiever profile, this person wants to achieve. They're willing to do challenges, but not impro impossible projects. They will avoid easy projects because they don't get a sense of achievement. They like to work alone 
or with other high achievers. They need constant positive feedback. These are strong uh, people to have in a team because they, um, they are people that drive to get things done. And um, people who are best suited to these type of profiles, an entrepreneur and a research scientist and a sales professional. Oh, guess what? I fit two of those categories. So uh, then we have the, the leader profile or the, um, I'm doing it in the order of Tracy, but this is not the original order, but the leader profile or power motivated person. These people are motivated by power. They enjoy getting things done through others. They love the ability to influence and coordinate the notion, the uh, actions of other people. They prefer competitive and stress status oriented situations and will use their influence to motivate others. And for people who fall into this category, the examples are CEOs, executive leaders, um, political leaders or campaign managers, sales managers, team leaders, coaches of sport. And then if we look at the affiliation profile, these people are motivated by working in a group environment. They do not like uncertainty or risk. They enjoy supporting others and being supported by others. They prefer cooperation over competition. So the sort of roles that they would um, go for are things like human resources professionals, social workers, uh, customer service representatives. So in your life, people have a dominant profile. But as Maria said earlier, it doesn't mean that they are always going to be just aligned to that dominant profile. What is the most likely thing to happen is as you go through life and you experience things like um, personal experience and growth. Um, so somebody who is an achiever may then uh, take on roles of leadership and so move more into the power um, motivated. Um, you also have cultural and um, environment uh, exper experiences. Training and development will have an impact. Um, life events will have an impact. And so I know that I am a dominant achiever. Like I know that um, one of the reasons I know that is because achievers like recognition. I love recognition. Um, but I also know that uh, over the years I have grown to also learn things about uh, um, power motivation to be able to work with a, a group of people. And your, your dominant profile may change over time but your dominant profile is the one that that moves you forward. 
Um, and um, I'm actually going to now leave you in the hands of Marie-Pierre. And I only learned all this by reading up on it this morning. Um, and I, I, interestingly enough, 13 years ago, I did um, a, an evaluation and yeah, no, not 13, 10 years ago. And what is interesting in my evaluation is that uh, one of the things that comes out is that I'm, a, I'm an achiever, but I'm also a relater, which means that I can relate to other people, I'm well-read, and I'm also a learner. So I want to be learning all the time. So all of the factors that influence our life will make us one of those profiles the most dominant. But it will also, there's, I'm, what I'm going to say, Maria, is I don't necessarily agree that there's a progression. I think it's more of an encompassing of other qualities to, to um, enhance your domination, if you know what I mean. So that, that's my take on it, um, especially as in the original research, affiliation was definitely not number three. It, it was just a different to, to the others. So anyway, interesting to look at them and, uh, and, um, and interpret, you know, that's the beauty of uh, research, of course. Everybody interprets results. But I'm going to leave you in the hands of Marie-Pierre, who's going to help us, I think, determine which profile we fit into. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Melanie. So we'll have a quiz for this morning to identify your dominant motivational profile because everyone leans toward one of those profiles. Of course, you're going to have a mix probably of the three profiles, but you will have one that is dominant. So when you understand what is your core motivation, when you know your profile, you can better uh, make your choices in your career and really know what and truly inspire you to make more. So for each question, you will have to answer A, B, or C. I know there are some questions that you're going to say, oh, no, but I want to answer those two. <laughs> no, no, choose one <laughs> that you feel the most strongly about. And I know sometimes it's difficult to choose just one, but yes, you need to just one answer per question. So let's start. We have 15 questions this morning. So number one, how do you prefer to work? A, alone on individual project or goals. B, by leading a team or a group towards a goal. Or C, in close collaboration with a team or group. So for each question, you can answer A, B, or C. Maria is starting to make her poster. She decided that for this quiz, it's going to be C all the time. Okay. Now, number two, when do you feel the greatest sense of achievement? A, after completing a personal challenge or a task. B, when I successfully lead others to achieve a goal. And C, when my team works well together and succeed. <laughs> now she's doing, you know, the, the dance YMCA. So now she's standing in a C. <laughs> Okay, number three, <laughs> which career path appeals to you most? A, one where individual performance is key, like sales. B, a leadership or manager role. 
or C, a role that requires teamwork and collaboration. Number four, what is your preferred role in a group project? A, handling individual tasks and responsibility. B, organizing and directing the group's effort. Or C, answering that everyone is cooperating and contributing. Number five, how do you approach a challenge? A, by tackling it on my own. B, by leading a group to overcome it. Or C, by seeking support and collaboration from others. Number six, what are your personal peak experience uh, usually about? A, personal achievement and my soul. B, times when I effectively lead a group or a team. Or C, successful collaborative effort with others. Number seven, how do you prefer to, uh, how, uh, what do you prefer to do in your free time? A, individual activity like reading. B, organizing group activity or events. Or C, socializing and participating in group activities. <laughs> Number eight, <laughs> what makes you feel proudest? A, reaching a personal goal. B, helping a team or group to succeed, or C, contributing significantly to a team effort. Number nine, how would your friend likely describe you? A, as an independent and self-motivated, B, as a natural leader, or C, as a cooperative and team-oriented. Number 10, what do you enjoy most at work? A, completing tasks on my own. B, guiding my colleague. Or C, working as a part of a team to a common goal. Number 11, how do you prefer to make decisions? A, by re re relying on my own judgment and analysis. B, by leading the discussion and making the final call. Or C, seeking a consensus and input from others. Number 12, when are you most satisfied? A, when I personally overcome a challenge. B, when I successfully influence or lead others. Or C, when I am part of a harmonious and effective team. Number 13, what would your ideal vacation look like? A, a solo adventure or a retreat, B, a leadership retreat or a workshop, or C, a group trip with friends or family. <laughs> Number 14, how do you tend to rea react in a crisis? A, by taking charge of my own role and responsibilities, B, by stepping up as a leader to guide others, or C, by collaborating with others to find a solution. And number 15, last one, what role do you typically play in your social circle? A, the independent one who does their own thing, B, the organizer or the leader of activities, or C, the one who fosters group cohesion and teamwork. <laughs> okay, so now I want to know 
uh, if you have more A's, if you have more B's, or if you have more C's. So the category that you have the most, of course, is going to determine what kind of uh, motivational profile you are. So if you have mostly A, you are the achiever profile. If you have mostly Bs, you are the leader profile. And if you have mostly Cs, you are the affiliation profile. So, of course, remember, it's a quiz. <laughs> it's a starting point <laughs> to that self-discovery. But uh, you might find that you share qualities from multiple profiles. It's completely normal. But when you understand where you are now, you can make better decisions when it comes to your career. And if you want to change, I like, like Maria said, that you see, okay, that person, uh, for me, she looks like more successful. And what kind of profile she is? Okay, I want to be that kind. So you can change your profile. It's not something that, oh, I'm like that. That's it. No, no. <laughs> it's like anything else. And, well, you can change it. You can work on it, your profile, and, and become the person that you want to be. So I really hope that with this quiz, you know better uh, what kind of person you are, but to understand other people around you too. So I wish you a beautiful day and a beautiful weekend and we will see you next week bye everyone